The following is a special Door Trek production. France bump. Yeah, baby. I mean, it's, it's logical, you know? Um, so Dennis is here. Hi, Dennis. What up? Um, ben is busy because he is watching the World Series. And I'm going to say I honestly had no idea Ben was really a baseball fan. Like I didn't either. Like all the uh, the rolled eyes and sighing whenever we start talking about baseball. Yeah, but come to find out, he's like Mr. He's like Ernie Banks. He's Mr. Cub. Yeah. And uh, – and he is watching the World Series, and I believe Jenny is watching the World Series with him, or she's playing in Grist or whatever. So Dennis and I are going to record uh, the second half of the A-Team pilot, yeah, which is still, which is still Mexican sleigh ground or whatever, or sleigh ride. or Sleigh ride. Sleigh ride. Yeah. It's weird, too, because as I'm watching this, Dennis, and I'm sure you were thinking the same thing, as um, it's this is all over marijuana, <laughs> like yeah. over over something as simple as uh, marijuana that's legal in many states now. Yeah, you know, I wonder why they didn't use a harder drug like cocaine or something like that. I wonder why they used marijuana. I don't know. It would have seemed to make a lot more sense. But I guess this is like uh, this is the eighties. Yeah. So just say no, and the whole marijuana is a gateway drug thing is really kind of taken effect in the society at this time so, so, so you're, saying, you're saying this was long before the hey 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 smoke weed every day movement of dave Chappelle and nate dog yeah and you know during the 80s man people were getting high on cocaine all the time yeah. buying and selling stocks man yeah it's the nature of the business it's the smugglers but maybe they didn't go that way to be less like Miami Vice. I don't know. Uh, I thought I, I, I similarly thought it might have been propaganda for the drug war because I mean this is a lot of work over some marijuana. Yeah. I mean because you know how much marijuana they could have bought with how much they spent <laughs> on this operation. Yes, it's crazy. They could have started their own drug ring. Yeah. And then like, and the funny part is, all this took place in California, where marijuana is basically now legal. So I mean, yeah. I wonder if like Hannibal and and face and BA are just sitting around going all that work for nothing. <laughs> we lost, man. We lost the war. It's all your fault. BA. What you talking about? Fool. Yeah. I didn't do nothing. You know, Valdez is just selling his drugs willy nilly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's probably making a killing doing it. It was, it was very, um, literally exactly all over marijuana. It was very strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the episode, uh, I still don't call me dumb. Okay, you can say what you want. You're dumb. I I am sometimes. I don't understand where the uh, movie production comes into this thing. Like, are they just using that as a front to try to get things that they want for yeah, the basically. for the operation? Because eventually, Dennis, eventually, um, this small Mexican town of whatever it's called is going to want their $16 million from these movie producers. And then what do they do then? Yeah. 
Like, is it worth it to the A team to like cheat localities out of like valuable resources to like, see what's what's more damaging to the people, the uh, the drug industry, which is bad. Yes, right? bad, bad, bad problem that they have there. But you've now built these this locality, which you know, Mexico doesn't have a whole lot of money. They can't afford to give you you know school buses with armor plating. Hey. Yeah, and like, and the thing is too, it's like sixteen million dollars in this small Mexican community could go a really, really long way. You know, like the fact that the A team just comes in and steals it from them is very, very short sighted. Just like you're about to be stolen from me, it looks like. No, Stephanie's just giving hugs. That's all. She's fine. Oh, must be nice to be hugged. It is nice. Well, your wife will be back soon, Dennis. When is, when will she be back? Forever. Forever? <laughs> She'll be yeah. back forever? Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie, will you let the puppies down? I'll let them out. Thanks. Um, but yeah, um, it's a, uh, it's sad, man. It's sad. Yeah. Poor people in this small Mexican town. Because again, I mean, like you said, the drug lords are one thing, but I mean. Yeah. It's can- a lot like, uh, it's a lot like Star Trek, actually. Um, you know, they go in and they break the prime directive and make these civilizations change the way they do things. And then, just leave they're like peace out problem <laughs> like they don't worry about the, the bigger societal impacts that happen and it's the same thing with the a-team man they go in there to save one dude yeah to save down drug dealers and they basically cost people millions of dollars to talk, do this talk about white privilege hey hang on okay yeah. because you know what happens to dennis is like it's all all that money that they make from the drugs gets siphoned back into this guy's pocket. But then he's got to go out and hire these workers to f- harvest the drugs and to do all this stuff. So now that the drug operation has been destroyed, all these people don't have jobs. Now they illegally cross the border and they exactly. come to America, man. It's- this, this was the flashpoint right there. Yeah. That's what caused everything to, to go into motion over the last 30 years. Thanks, A-Team. Way to go, A-Team. And you did it all for weed, which is legal now anyway. Yeah. What a waste. What a waste. Fake movies. Uh, but I will say this, though. The budget for this show is enormous. Yeah. Like, it's huge because they're filming on location. Granted, they still may be in California because when they're at the hotel that, again, they, they ripped off because they, they, they're, now they're staying in the owner's chateau. Yeah. Because they didn't I have- I see no Farrah Fawcett walking around. Yeah. They don't have enough, uh, uh, I guess, c- commodities, if you will, enough- uh, uh, necessary amenities for the superstars. They got the the owner's house, and now the owner is displaced, which is just it's it's not fair. They look I mean, out. At, I guess this is just a, the the Mexican tourism dude or the whatever the minister guy is. Like he's he the, really he needs to do his due diligence. Yeah. So it's, a lot of the blame falls on him too. Because next time I go out of the country, I'm going to tell whatever town I'm going to that I'm from the film board. I'm going to ask for the film board guy and tell him we making movies, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to stay at Lugo Live Hound Hog. Because <laughs> apparently it works really well. Yes, I need a fleet of your finest rental cars. Yes. I need, I need a Cadillac a mile long. I need 30 women waiting outside, you understand? I need a helicopter. I need the I need some crystal glass to drink my champagne. In the back of your Chevrolet, Jack. It's, it's definitely uh, it's definitely. Nobody lives this way. <laughs> I can't find that promo anywhere on YouTube. It's, it's, it's disappeared from the face of the earth, yeah. which is a real bummer because that was one of the great Dusty Rhodes promos. Yep. 
That was one of the Dusty Rhodes promos where he dropped the son of a plumber act and was like living high up on the hog. Yes. Yeah. Like he, he was friends with Ric Flair at this time, right? Yeah. Or he was just being balling and he's like, I'm rich. I'm tired of being poor. I want to do a rich man's promo. But, All right. You can do a rich man's promo, Dusty. Nobody. Yeah, I'm Black. the son of a plumber, but those are gold pipes, baby. <laughs> But they, uh, but yeah, so they, they're staying in this, this lush, uh, beautiful, beautiful, um, uh, I guess, chateau, if you will. Yeah, Mexican chateau, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hacienda Grande. Yes, the Hacienda Grande. Isn't that the name of a Mexican restaurant around you? Probably. They're just living it up. They're balling. Yeah. I think they even filmed a rap video here a couple years later. They're just doing big things. And all of a sudden they start making their list of things they need. They need dump trucks and steel platings and all this and cannons. And then they go back to the film guy and the film guy's like, what kind of movie is this that you're making here with all this wacky stuff? Yeah, that you I need? thought it was a love story. <laughs> it is. It's a love story about a chick who falls in love with an iron man, <laughs> like an iron machine with cannons and he shoots it into her vagina. Yeah, and Cisco's there, so he says she has dumps like a truck, truck, truck. <laughs> That's what we need the dump trucks for. And then what do they give him? They give him a school bus. Now there's a bunch of kids that can't get to school and get a better life for themselves because the A-team done took their school bus. Yeah, but once the A-team leaves, they'll be able to get to school a lot more safely. <laughs> it's it's, a fully armor-plated school bus. Yes, you know? it's like, you know, maybe it'll get transferred to uh, Mad Max's school district. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I'll be totally safe. Hang on. Hang on. What's up, dog? Ooh. Is that Shay? Yes, that's old ass Shay. Ooh. So, uh, so yeah. So the A team, they just they don't care about anybody, man. It's just about themselves. Yeah, except for B.A., man, because B.A. is for the children. <laughs> They're, like, following him down the street. <laughs> yeah. Well, t to be fair, he is the most lovable-looking member of the A-team. Yeah. Like, he's got a big mohawk, and he wears, like, a like a onesie with a belt and, yeah. like, boots. I told my yeah. wife he'd – Overalls, man. Overalls really made a comeback yeah. with Mr. T in the uh, 80s. Yeah. I told my wife, I was like, why does Mr. T dress like Taylor Swift? Like, I just don't understand. Like, <laughs> they dress very – like, he, he cinches everything. He likes to cinch everything with belts. Yeah. Especially that onesie outfit he's got all with no sleeves. <laughs> like, it's a really great outfit. It's very strong. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Mr. T is uh, uh, laying it out there and and, and – Amy asks, like, why do you guys do this? I don't understand. Like, you know, you're going against some pretty dangerous people. What is the why? I just don't get it. And he's like, well, baby, it's the, it's the jazz. I got the jazz. Uh, you know, like, it's, it's like going to Las Vegas and putting all your money down on the roulette table and winning on the first spin, but you can't leave the table because you know you can beat them. And it's like, huh? <laughs> like, Mr. T, is that Novocaine still in your system? What's going on here? And it's all like, you know, it's it, it, none of this really makes sense to anybody, not even myself, but I just keep talking because I don't really know what I'm going to say. And hopefully yeah. something profound will come of it. So I'm just going to keep talking and talking. I'm being paid by the word, fool. <laughs> so pardon me while I soliloquize myself here for a couple minutes. 
You know, I remember back in the day when I was a young B.A. Baracus and I didn't have no jazz. There was no music at all. We didn't have jazz, rock and roll, rhythm and blues, nothing. You see? Yeah. And this is when the, uh, the spotlight comes down on Mr. T and everything else fades <laughs> to black. And he starts singing his solo. He starts singing like, we got the jazz, or he's a jazz man or something. When the jazz band testifies. <laughs> and Hannibal, I mean, uh, 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 Hannibal doesn't really do anything. Like, he just tells other people what to do. Yeah, he's definitely. It's good to be the boss. He's definitely a, um, he's definitely a manager of the A-team. Like, he's not. He's a good delegator. Yeah, he's totally. But I mean, sometimes you need that, you know. Not every leader is going to be like all boots on the ground, kind of barking orders, you know, taking shots, leading people up the hill. Not everybody could be Teddy Roosevelt. He's chilling in the background, like delegating, telling, all right, you know, face, you need to get the crop dust done and fought all over the plants. <laughs> and again, all this is for marijuana. They need poison. And, and you know they're still going to sell those poisonous drugs. Those poisonous drugs. Yeah, they don't care. Man. Yeah, they're going to be like, we can still sell this stuff. Somebody will buy it. So yeah, it doesn't have our brand on it. It just says made in Mexico. They don't yeah. know where it comes from. And now there's a bunch of marijuana on the street that's laced <laughs> with pneumonia. Uh, yeah. Now a bunch it's of probably people, better. Yeah. High off this stuff yeah, but now. now. a bunch of people are going to die, Dennis. It's all going to be the A-team's fault. Like, don't you see the repercussions? Like, the A-team... Like they are the A team is the rock that you drop in a pool, and the 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 reaction, if you will, the rings that go all over the pool to injure all these people that are unsuspected. Yeah, they're they're the uh, butterfly flapping its wings, and then halfway around the world, yeah, causing a hurricane. You know, I mean, Steve just wants to get high, man. He doesn't want to get involved in the A team's political uh, uh, leadings. Uh, he just needs some quality weed. Yeah, he just went, and now all of a sudden he's going to be dead because he smoked some marijuana that was laced yeah. from uh, from uh, Hannibal's gang. All because of the Al Massey. Yeah, right. All because some reporter that old ass Al Massey. I mean, nobody gives a shit about this guy except Amy for some reason. Yeah, you know, and the jazz. <laughs> we got the jazz. Yeah. Look, we just defrauded the Mexican government. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, jazz, man. Like, how are you? Like, how are you any better, Mister T? Like, you're defrauding the Mexican government of millions and millions of dollars and 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 endless amounts of resources. But you know, in your mind, it's okay because you know you're stopping the war on drugs. Come on, baby, you're fooling yourself. I do like how uh, Mr. T has to be the motivational speaker too, though, because yeah. like uh, Hannibal's trying to get all the villagers to help him, you know, fight off. Uh, Valdez and his men and then it's not working they're like scared and everything Mr. T says hey Stalker you gonna fight for yourself you need to stand up be men don't be nice I remember this one time where there was a boxer by the name of Rocky Balboa who was very much afraid of a boxer from the hood by the name of Club Lang you see uh, streets of Chicago Club Lang would come to his events you see and taunt uh, uh, Rocky Balboa and say mean things about his family and about his trainer and about his wife and, and, and to try to get Rocky Balboa to fight him, you see. And eventually he fell for the trap. And in, in that time, this terrible man by the name of Clubber Lang inadvertently 
killed Rocky Balboa's manager with his blackness. <laughs> by it, with his job talking that really is the only reason why mickey died yeah i mean mr t inadvertently kills him like it was an accident like he wouldn't be tried in a court of law and found guilty he may lose like a wrongful death suit if if mickey maybe if it was the 1880s he would have been found guilty well, yeah, yeah. if it was the 1880s dead see he'd be uh there'd be no trial he'd be owning him <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, but no, I think if there was a wrongful death suit brought by Mickey's family, he might win. But not a criminal case. No. But Mister T- But uh, Clubber Lang does have is involved somehow in in uh, Mickey's untimely demise. But to be fair, the guy was like a thousand years old, and mm-hmm. he just kind of yelled at him. And he, Mickey had a heart attack. Yeah, which proves that he can dish it, but he can't take it out because he's yelling at everybody else. And the minute somebody yells at him, his heart stops and he just drops dead. <laughs> Who knew his only weakness was being yelled at. He got yelled at a lot as a kid and he was sad. Yes. I don't like it when people yell at me, rock. They bring <laughs> back a lot of uncomfortable feelings I had as a youth. My father used to drink a lot, rock, and would yell at me all the time. And it puts me in a very vulnerable situation, rock. Uh, you know, I don't want people yelling at me. <laughs> Uh, you screwed up my friend that caused him to die. It's not, it's not fair, you know. He's an old man. He's a old man. Like how, you make Rocky, like how you make Rocky sound like he's deaf. <laughs> uh, this is what I talk like. I don't understand. I'm just like how Troy, you can't hear anything. <laughs> I'm deaf, you know. I took too many punches to the head. Now I can't hear nothing. Yeah, you cauliflower ear. You know, it's hard sound to get in there. <laughs> he sounds like Rocky Balboa and like Mushmouth that the two had a baby. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so B.A. tells him a good story and he's like, and it's weird too because they all speak English. Which yeah. is weird. Like, you think he would bust into some Spanish, which would have been kind of cool. Uh, escúchame, hermanos. <laughs> El Fito Valdez. <laughs> Valdez es muy mal. Soy sí. bueno. Sí o no? Sí. B.A. Baracas es bueno. Y his hermanos está aquí, soccer. Donde esta la biblioteca? Juan es muy guapo. Donde esta el ferro? Donde esta el ferro carril? Fu? Fulo? Hey, so I need some help. Face is a uh, is full feminine or masculine? <laughs> el fool or la fool? <laughs> kind of like la fool. La fool? Then we ain't got nothing to prove. Um, but yes, yeah, so they do that whole thing and then they, they give him the speech and they're all like, yay. And then off they go. And this is where the budget starts, man. I mean, they spare no expense in this. Yeah, things uh, get out of control uh, fast. Yes. Things get really out of control fast. Like so much so Dennis that I thought this was the end of the episode because the first one, uh, the first part of the, the series ran long. It was like almost like an hour itself. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, okay, well, this feels like the climax, like the thrilling climax of this adventure because, I mean, there's countless numbers of Jeeps and rocket explosions and, like, things flipping over. And, I mean, it's pretty crazy. I mean, this... There were, there were three Jeep flips in this episode. Yeah. It and was awesome. It felt like there was three Jeep flips in this sequence. Like, shit is just going south quickly for these drug lords. And then, like, you know, you got Face and uh, Murdoch flying the plane. So, I mean, there's planes, there's armored buses, there's Jeeps, there's explosions. This feels like a pretty big budget action sequence, you know? Like Michael I, Bay was a consultant. On- <laughs> totally. I, I think a young Michael Bay visited the set when he was, like, nine. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> it's like playing trucks at my house but for real <laughs> slow motion <laughs> and then um yeah and then all this crazy stuff happens man just explosions and and, and jeeps flipping over and everyone surviving which is cool yeah. Um, now I wonder, like, why did they have everyone survive? Just because it was the TV of the day, like people had to survive? Because I mean, there were some pretty dangerous-looking vehicle flips that people just walk away from. These yeah. these cars have no roofs. I'm sure they're not wearing yeah. seatbelts. <laughs> like, like uh, it was very scary. Yeah, I don't know. But everybody just walks away. Yeah, must like, be the sensors or something. Maybe because it's the same thing happened on GI Joe. Famously, like everyone lives. Yeah, you know, no yeah, matter every, what. Every single vehicle has a parachute. Yes, and the weird part is too. It's like they almost make it a point to show people walking away from the accident. Like that first jeep that flips into the house, right? Like mm-hmm. as the armored vehicle goes driving by, which is very similar to like the the armored vehicle in the um, Night of the Living Dead remake, if you remember correctly, like that weird bus. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you see that? I think it's just, I don't know, but I just remember there being some big armored. One with Tony Todd, that remake? Maybe, I don't know. Is that the one with, you just love Tony Todd. You used to bring him up all the time, Jack. <laughs> you brought him up last week. Is he paying you, Dennis? Are you on the Tony Todd payroll? Maybe. I think this was, Ving Rhames was in it, maybe. Maybe you're oh, confused. Okay. That's uh, Dawn of the Dead, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think you're confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was Zack Schneider's movie, wasn't it? That kind of put him on the map, if you will. But anywho. um, So, yeah. So, as that big vehicle is driving by, the dudes just get out of the Jeep unscathed. Like, oh, that was cool. Look at us. We're we're good. Yeah. So, it's weird that they make a point to kind of keep everybody alive. But it's pretty badass. I mean, they're shooting rockets and guns. I mean, they're shooting real guns. It's fun. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like you said, it's a lot going on. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of moving pieces to this thing, and and they do end up routing the uh, drug lords. Yes, but oh, that's not the end. No, because here comes the Mexican gorilla. Yeah, the, plot twist. Yeah, the gorillas were on the side of the drug lords. Yeah, this they were helping them, and then all of a sudden they capture the A team, and and they shoot a rocket at the bus, and everybody's fine. And they're like, okay, let's get out of here. And then they get captured and they take them away to like the gorilla prison, which is not much. It's just like bamboo. Like it's just. Yeah. Like all of a sudden they're in the Vietnam jungle. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's like they just have these leftover bamboo cages. Yeah. 
and they throw him in there, and then all of a sudden Hannibal is being talked to by the um, by the leader of the gorillas. And Hannibal's just in his ass. Like, he doesn't care about this dude. This made me really enjoy Hannibal as a character because he's like, you a punk. Yeah. Like, he just calls him out like, oh, come on. Well, you ain't Shea Guevara. You're just some asshole marching these jerks all over the place like some dummy. Yeah. Fool, we're the 18. I know you heard us. <laughs> Look, I know what happens here. You sell the weed and they give you the money and then you march these jerks around and uh, hopefully you can take over. But the, the army's coming, so he's lying out his ass. Do I got that right, huh? Well, Am I right? Am I getting warmer? He definitely deserved a punch in the face for that. Like, uh, they should have like punched punch in the gut and then a yeah. punch across the face. That's why I knew these dudes weren't serious because there was not a yeah. good, like, a good, like, hey, shut up, fool. You know, yeah. they were too nice to him. These captives were too nice. Yeah, even a nice bat. I can't would it yeah well i think the one uh guy with the beard the dirty guy with the beard gave him a backhand <laughs> the dirty guy with the beard. <laughs> that's that's the easiest way he doesn't really have a name i mean what am i gonna call him like generic guy one you know what i mean like he just kind of my my hornets won tonight they're they're winning a 101 to 89 yeah hornets i'm trying something different what do you want from me that's cool i'm rooting for the hornets yeah, Larry Johnson and uh, Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, and Alonzo Mourning, Kendall Gill. <laughs> yeah. You know, they got uh, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. He's pretty good. Uh, now they have uh, Roy Hibbert, who I guess kind of stinks. He's yeah, trying he's, to, res- he's he's trying to resurrect his career. Uh, they've got uh, Kemba Walker, who's real good. He is pretty good. Uh, Mo Williams, who's for who? Mar- excuse me, Marvin Williams. Marvin Barry! <laughs> They got him, who's okay. So, yeah, I like Michael K. Gilchrist. He's from Kentucky. I lived in Kentucky. It works. They've got a Cody Zeller, who's real white. Yeah. So, can't argue with somebody who's real white. Yeah. So, we'll see. Go Hornets. I mean, Cody Zeller's real white. I mean, he's as white as it gets. The name is extremely white. Cody. My name is Cody Zeller. Yes. There is no mistake. When the teacher saw my name on the on the on the roster, she knew. Oh, he's a tall, skinny white guy. <laughs> it's all goofy looking white dude. Now, did um did the Galaxy make the playoffs? Yeah, their game's about to start. Actually, oh, cool, nice. Who are they playing? Oh, they're playing uh, Real Salt Lake. They're playing Real Salt Lake, man. Yeah. A Real Salt Lake, <laughs> not that fake Salt Lake. Now, Steven Gerrard is he's not he's going to leave, right? I, I was reading something that he might be leaving uh, the galaxy. Maybe. I don't know. Why? He sucks or something? They don't want him? He nah, wants I mean, to... he's been injured most of the time. He's been there. He's hurt right now. He's not playing tonight. He no. sucks. I hate that guy. Yeah. I, hate his, I hate his face. We don't need him. Yeah, you guys got Robbie Keane, who's the greatest MLS player who ever lived. But he's not starting tonight either. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Kind of weird. But... I don't know, man. I don't know. We're still waiting to see who we play. I'm not sure NYCFC. You don't know who we're playing yet. And no, uh, no, I think you guys are playing Toronto. Are we playing Toronto? Toronto. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just, okay. They, they just beat Philly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I've also started following uh, Italian soccer. I'm watching. I, I can't watch them because I don't have the technology. But I follow them on Twitter. I'm following Torino. Torino. Okay. Yeah. Because Joe Hart's there. Uh, okay. Dude. Yeah, Joe Hart's great. I'm a Roma man myself. Well, Roma's got a good team. Yeah. 
They got Ed and Jekko. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Francesco Totti. Yeah. Ta- yeah, Totti's been Michael there. Bradley for- played there for a while, too. Oh, really? Yes. He played in England. Did he play in England for a while? Yeah, he played for uh, Aston Villa for a little while. Okay. Yeah, that deck Jekko's real good. Yeah, he's been scoring goals lately. So. Well, he that, the, the one thing about that dude is like he can look great at times, and then other times he just looks like a total like shit bag. It's really weird how it happens. Like there are times there are times where he looks amazing, and you're like, who? Then you just kind of go, who the fuck is this guy? I think he he's good to have as a sub late in the game. Like you can kind of do a psychological evaluation on him to see if he's linked in that night or not. Yeah. <laughs> if he is, then you put him in, he'll score a bunch of goals. He's good, man. He can score some goals. I see you guys are uh, second in uh, Serie A behind Juventus, who's just good. Yeah. And then it's Juventus, Roma, Napoli, Milan, Lazio, uh, Atlantia, uh, Genoa, and then Torino. Okay, there we go. Torino's eighth. Hey, man, they're eighth. I mean, they were barely hanging in last year, from what I heard. Joe Hart's got them all the way up to eighth. (laughs) Yeah. Joe. He's put him on his back. Hey, man, that's what he does. He's yeah. a great goalkeeper. I miss him. Yeah. Super Joe. Bravo's not bad. Bravo's not bad. Not good, but he's not bad. He has his moments. Yeah. Did you guys um, Did you guys play a cup tie the other day? Yep. Did you win? 6-0. 6-0, wow. That's yeah. awesome. I tell you, man, that's all Newcastle needs is to be down, to be relegated, to start playing well. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I want to say they're in first place, I think. Yeah, they are. They are. Yep. Like, they might not even have to do the playoff if they just keep kicking everybody's ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First and second are automatically. Yeah. Played. And then the well, three through six fight it out, which is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are right there. Numero uno with a. 31 points over Brighton, Hove, Albion. Yeah, I think if you take Newcastle's points from their last two seasons in the Premier League, it equals probably like 31 points. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool the way they were able to keep, uh, I said this before, how they kept your boy around, the manager. Um, what's his stupid face? Um, yeah, uh, and see, now that you said that, I can't remember his name either. Uh I know what he looks like. He coached Real Madrid at the beginning of last season. Yeah, Rafa. Rafa Benitez. Yeah, yeah, Benitez. I'm rooting for Newcastle to get back in. I hope they get back in. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, they will. But I just hope they can keep performing when they get back up there. Yeah, you got to play good when you get up for the Premier League, baby. Yeah. Um, But anywho, so yeah, so Mr. T um, breaks them out. After BA, after Hannibal talks some shit, he gets smacked over. He gets well, and then Hannibal again goes into his uh, chameleon bag. Yeah, and then Mr. T makes a gay joke at him. Are you the mate? Are you the mate? He said, "What are you coming out of the closet, Hannibal?" <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa, dude! I didn't get that when I was." Uh, hey, Hannibal, you a homo? What's going on? Let me fuck you in the ass. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, boy. Come here. Let me kiss, let me kiss you on the lips. Mm, if you show is pretty, want to suck up on you, yeah. Mm. You better fuck me good. Mm. And from butt cheeks, rip your dick off. <laughs> That's a famous uh, Eddie Murphy bit. 
Yeah. Hey boy. Hey boy. But yeah. Uh, so they, uh, he puts on some ladies makeup and they magically get out of the situation. I don't understand how they escaped from him putting on makeup, but it worked. Yeah. I mean, it worked. Yeah. It's, they A-teamed it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what they did. Sometimes that's all you have to do. You just A-team it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like in have... Star Trek when they tech the tech in yes. A-team. Sometimes they just have the A-team thing, you know? Yep. Oh, no, Hamburg's going to get relegated. That's my German team. They suck. Because they got, they got Bobby Wood. I like, Bo- I like that Bobby Wood. Yeah, he's a good player. The Hamburg's in last place. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get relegated. And then I decided I'm going to like a French team too. I'm, I like Nice or Nice. Yeah. I, I like uh, Mario. Oh, yeah. He's down there. Yeah. With uh, what's his face? Uh, Hatem Ben Arfa. Yeah. He's playing good at Nice, Jack. Let's see. What's the table? They're in first place. Wow. They're four points ahead over there. Yeah. AS- a PSG. A PSG sucks. They're, they're six points behind already. Wow. Behind uh, AS Monaco and Nice. Or is it Nice or is it Nice? I don't know. No, it's just Nice. It's Nice. Yeah. That's my boy Mario, dude. He's great. He's Super been, Mario. He's been scoring goals like crazy people for them. Good for him. Yeah, buddy. He's good. I love him. How many goals he got this year, Super Mario? He'll always be a city dude. I love his face. Where is he? I love Mario. He's awesome. Mario has in his little clump of hair on his head. Yep, he's got four goal. He's got five goals in four games. It's pretty good. I think he got a red card for something stupid. Um, he scored they four games, and they're already ahead by four points. Yeah, well, they've played ten. Mario's only played in four, probably because he got a oh. red card. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's played in five games. He started four, played in five. Okay. Yeah, he got a red card in one of his games. I think he scored two goals and then got a red. Of course. That's what Mario does, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah, man. He's great. (laughs) But, uh. Almost as great as Face Man is at getting helicopters from the Mexican. He figured it out. He's uh, he's wonderful, this face, because he told him he went back to this poor guy at the film committee. He's like, look, you guys got to get your shit straight. In this, I mean, this poor film guy. I mean, yeah, that guy's going to get executed. Yeah. <laughs> he's too easily built. <laughs> uh, look how much money he's cost. Yes. They got a fucking army helicopter. Yes. <laughs> Pretending to be from a film uh, production yeah. crew. You're right. He's probably going to die. Uh, yeah. Or he's going to go to jail for a really long time. And that would be a cool, like, A-team revision story. If, like, they come, like, this film producer guy gets out of jail and he wants yeah. to kill the A-team because of him because he did 20 years in a Mexican <laughs> penitentiary. <laughs> He's hunting them down one by one. And he's already killed Faye. He's already killed uh, Hannibal because Hannibal's dead in real life. So he's got to be dead. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that would be sweet. I'm writing that now. Yeah. Copyright. Yeah. Yeah, we can steal that idea. I'll let your boy. <laughs> That's mine, baby. 
I'm sure Dwight Schultz and uh, and uh, Mr. T and Dirk Benedict, they wouldn't mind coming out of, you know. Mr. T, Mr. T retirement? Yeah. You never know, man. That would be cool, right? Yeah. I would totally. I mean, they're, they're rebooting everything now because they're doing a new uh, 24. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, with a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who played uh, Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton. Really? Yeah, he's going to be this, the new Jack Bauer, I guess. I mean, yeah. he's not Jack Bauer, but he's like, of course, his name is Carter. He's yeah, Agent yeah. Carter. So. He's Sean Carter. <laughs> yeah. so, but. Why can't they? I mean, that show's not even that old. Like, why are they rebooting it already? Yeah. Or they, it's like continuing. I think it's called like 24 Legacy or something like that. That's stupid. Yeah. But I, I love 24, so I'll watch it. That's real dumb. <laughs> it's a dumb show, but it's very watchable. See, I never got into 24. Like, I just never did. Um, maybe I was late to the party on that one. Yeah, there was a point where I would just watch the episodes to wait for uh, Jack Bauer to say, damn it! Because <laughs> something always happens where he didn't expect it, and he always says, damn it! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No! <laughs> damn it! Yeah, just something about the way Kiefer Sutherland says damn it. It's just really funny. Sounds funny. Yeah. I'm totally into that. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, but I never, that was one of those shows that I never got into. Like, I just, I don't know. It's a fun watch. I mean, it's not, it's not going to stimulate your brain by any, you know, stretch of the imagination, but it's a good show. Well, I don't know. I mean, I always, I always heard it was good. It was just one of those things that I never watched, you understand. Yeah. They do spend a lot of time recapping during the show because, I mean, it's supposed to be real time. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't have that much action. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's impossible. In one hour, so a lot of times they're like, "Man, what happened that last hour was, you know, I went over there, and I stole the car, and then I drove here." <laughs> and they can, for some reason, they're able to get around Los Angeles very quickly, which is really hard to do. Yeah, like it's yeah. impossible. So Damn they, can get, like, they can get from Riverside to El Segundo in like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody in that nobody no. in that right mind can make that trip. No. Damn it! <laughs> That's what I want to see is Jack Bauer stuck in traffic. Damn it! Just drive! <laughs> Damn it! They're going to blow up the city! Come on already! Shit! <laughs> you guys are a bunch of dicks. Yeah. And the pro- there's probably traffic because the A-team is like putting up some phony film shoot. <laughs> yeah. You know, it all comes back around, baby. Yeah. The A-team is really a menace. I mean, they. I mean, if you stop and think about it, they totally are. Yeah, you pile up the amount of good they do and the amount of bad they do, and I, I think there's one pile that's a lot higher. It's a little, you know, it's a little too close. It doesn't need to be that close. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. I mean, you think about it. Like this, uh, this Mexican village has been under the yoke of this drug cartel for who knows how long. So now they got rid of Valdez and his men. And uh, there's gonna be a power vacuum. That's what I was Why thinking. Too, like like a, a bloody civil war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know mm-hmm. what next man and they're not going to have any arms or planes or buses because no. they've all been used by the a team and they just leave all that stuff there yeah because they take it on their little private jet that they stole so it's just like in the airport parking lot there's like an armored uh school bus yeah and there's a helicopter parked there <laughs> They stole. And the best part is when they get back on the plane, it's like, oh, yeah, the pilot died. <laughs> We're taking him back to the hospital. Like, what? This yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Hey, fool. Hey, fool. I don't want to. I ain't flying. I ain't flying, sucker. Yeah. I ain't doing it. Yeah. And the Mexican FAA, they're just worthless. I mean, you know. You just let them go on the plane and take off. Oh, sure, buddy. Yeah, great. And then what are they going to have to Because they're going to have to land a plane. How long were they gone? They're going to have to explain this to the to the airplane salesperson because she probably lost her job. They probably locked her up because they thought she was in collusion with this. I mean, the A team is just, I mean, they're terrible people. They're just destroying lives. <laughs> just left and right. You know, just the wake of destruction caused by the A team on a, on a daily basis yeah. just for them to uh, operate. But they got Al Massey. So everything's okay. Right. I mean, and think about it now, again, we're talking about marijuana. Okay. Which is basically yeah. illegal in the United States of America. And, uh, reporter whose medium is just dead nobody cares about newspapers exactly. anymore. yeah and apparently this guy wasn't very dependable anyway so yeah. like he never sh- he never showed up to work he was kind of a douche and then for some reason uh murdoch thinks it's fun to fly the plane upside down yeah like, and and it's clearly at the end of the episode it's clearly a still photo that they've just turned upside down <laughs> like it's a <laughs> I mean, to to the naked eye, it's like that's a picture they turned upside down. Like, what are they doing? Like, that's it. What is happening here? Like, they could have, they should have just gone to like a cartoon sketching, yeah. like a plane flying upside down. Anything would have been better than that, Dennis. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. And that's the episode. I mean, yeah. that's it. I mean, it's fast paced, and there's a lot of action. It is, especially like, compared to the first episode. Oh yeah, like, yeah, oh like, yeah. Yeah, the first episode dragged a lot, but this is really basically had two climaxes. Yeah, I mean they peaked early, early and often. It was really good though. Yeah, I mean I enjoyed it. Like when you step back and look at it, it's like man, that was fucking dumb. That kind of like twenty four, but I really enjoyed it. Like, you and know, having three, three Jeeps flip over really helped it for me. Yeah, for sure do. <laughs> and the thing is, like, you know exactly what this show is going to be about. Yeah. Like, there's no other, there's no possible way you don't know what this show is about. Like, it's obvious to everyone. Like, this is just going to be a dumb show with cars flipping over. This is going to be like a less white trash version of the uh, Duke of Hazard, which, which I think kind of ran, um, I guess, parallel to this, right? To some extent, yeah. I think, uh, I don't know when Duke of Hazard started. I'm, I'm looking it up now. But this is a more like utopian version of Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, this, they, I guess they ran kind of similarly, like 79 to 82, and then they split for a little while. Tom Wopat and John Schneider left, and then those other knuckleheads came in, and then um, they came back. Because remember, like, their nephews or some shit showed up? I don't really remember. Uh, yeah, Bo and Duke Luke. Bo and Duke left for, like, two years because there was, like, a – like a contract dispute or something. And then these other two dummies came in who were like their nephews or some shit. Uh, 
Cole, Duke, and Vance Duke. Coy and Vance came in. They were the replacements. Coy and um, Vance. Yeah, Coy and Vance. And then, um, like, I guess the original dudes came back when they got their money or whatever. But, yeah, these they, they ran, I guess, somewhat concurrently because the A-team started, what, in 83? Yeah. Yep. Yes. So this is a, this is a more kind of uh, – I guess you could say the Dukes of Hazzard would be the Republican Party of dumb TV shows with things slipping over because it's all just white people doing white people stuff. Yeah. And this show was more of like the Democrats because like it's all involved with like mixed races and stuff like that. Like they have a low – they have a token black guy and like a handsome yeah. white dude. And they, they have uh, bleeding hearts for all these uh, tough luck stories that they yeah. get. And, yeah. Yeah. And like – um, you know, have a mental patient. I could see Hannibal kind of seems like a Bernie Sanders kind of guy to me. I could see I could see Hannibal being in a Bernie Sanders. Um, so yeah, so the A team started in '83, and Dukes of Hazard was still going strong in '83. So yeah, so that Colonel what, Colonel Lynch or whatever, he would be the boss hog. Basically. Yeah, yuck, yuck, yuck. And they'd have a, an Enos or a uh, Enos. Roscoe, Roscoe <laughs> Coltrane. Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> but yeah, very similar shows. I, I mean, I got to tell you, Dennis, um, I really like this show. Like, I really like, I really like the A-Team. Like, does that make me an idiot? Well, I know, and I know that this wasn't a very good A-Team episode. No. So I know the re- the other ones that we do are going to be better. So that just kind of makes it really exciting for me. Yeah. Does it make me an idiot? Maybe, but I really yeah. enjoyed the A-team. Like sometimes you just got to turn off your brain. Exactly. Like I was just like, Oh man, this is awesome. Like look at that Jeep flip over and everybody's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like there, there are no real repercussions for all, any of these actions. Like everybody's fine. Like nobody, yeah. even when they capture, because we even forgot the most thrilling scene is when the helicopter is chasing the Jeep and Hannibal jumps from the the helicopter to the Jeep. Like he starts punching people and the Jeep stops. And then like guys get punched and fall off the Jeep, but they're okay. Like everybody's okay. There's, this is all for not everyone's fine. Cause like, <laughs> like, I'm sure, I'm sure if a 747 got blown up in the middle of the sky, you'd see like 200 parachutes. coming. <laughs> like, no, they're all okay. Everyone's the plane was destroyed, but everybody survived. Yes. And like, uh, and then once they capture the bad guys and they bring them back to the villagers, they're not wearing handcuffs. They just have their hands on their head. So like yeah. everything, there's no, it's like playing cops and, and robbers. I didn't see a prison in this village either. So <laughs> they're going to keep all these people like, all right, villagers. I, um, I imagine that after. Like, we know these people basically ruled your lives before we came, but we're going to leave now. So you're going to take care of them. Okay. They're going to hack them to death with their machetes, probably. <laughs> That's the part of the A-team we don't see is, like, they leave and they just get hacked to death with machetes. Yeah. That, that would be my guess because they didn't have any other weapons. They just leave, like, a truck full of machetes. <laughs> the film board guy is like, why do you need 300 machetes? <laughs> well, the thing is, Dennis, they have 300 machetes because when the villagers go to attack the army, they're, they're armed only with machetes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they're just going to hack them to death. That's for harvesting the weed? And, and, and killing your enemies. Like, goodbye, AT. We'll see you later. Yes, we'll put these men in jail and never hurt them. And then he's hacking the with the machetes. It turns into the scene from uh, Apocalypse Now when they cut down that water buffalo. Yeah. yeah. And then he's dead. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah. And it's all fun and games to the AT. They just go back to their white privilege. <laughs> 
sunny California. Yep. Living life. This is, I mean, think about it. Mr. T is on the run from the U.S. military, but still owns his own business. Yeah. Like, how does that work? No, I'm not Mr. T. I'm Mr. P. <laughs> you must got me confused with some other constant of the alphabet, sucker. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he owns, he owns his own body shop. Like, come on, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to tell you, again, I love this show. I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's amazing. Like, I just want to watch more of it. Like you said, it's just fun to turn off your brain and go, oh, this is just stupid. But, man. I I tell you, man, that uh, episode three, it's been staring at me. Every time I open Netflix, it's like, watch me. (laughs) I can't do it yet. (laughs) We'll watch it this weekend. I'll review it with you this weekend. It was really fun. Like, it makes me excited to kind of – because this is the anti-Star Trek in every sense of the word. Yeah. Like Star Trek is this utopian society of like thinkers yeah. and like not a lot of doing, at least not in the Star Trek we watch. I think there's more doing in, in, in the first series in TOS. Yeah. But it's always like a social commentary or a yes. reflection of our society yes. or something like that. But A Team is just, let's just go blow shit up. Hell yeah. We, how much money we got? All right, we go buy a lot of stuff. We go, buy, we go flip it all over, baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's like they spend their budgets down to zero every yeah. time. Well, because they know if they don't spend it all, they got to give it back. It's like the U.S. government. Yeah. How many? How many cars we go flip over this episode? Twelve. Day. <laughs> it's like how are you gonna do that in forty-two minutes? I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty. Done. I'm, I'm pretty sure the A team, along with Blues Brothers and um, Dukes of Hazard, kept the American auto industry afloat in the seventies and eighties. Because I mean, all they did was flip over and blow shit up. Yeah, <laughs> and it's great. It's great. Like it's if, just, you, if you flipped over twelve vehicles in a forty-two minute show, that's basically car flipping over every three or four minutes. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I would totally watch that. And I'm gonna, because I'm looking forward to watching more A-Team. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we're reviewing, like, what's the scale for these shows? Like, I forgot what the first one was. I think then we do, uh, I can't remember what we did. I'm just going to say, it was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, definitely better than the first one. Yes, it was. So the payoff was there. Not yes. Unlike a uh, Star Trek two-parter. Like in Star Trek two-parters, the first one's great and the second one lets you down. Yeah, yeah. This one, it's just like, wow, man, we're really, we're really doing it here and I'm digging it. <laughs> yeah, they follow through. Let's blow some shit up. Yeah. So this, this episode gets... Four feather earrings for me. <laughs> Four feathered earrings. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I th- this episode gets four feathered earrings for me too. I really like it. Yeah, it was great. I guess that's how we can rate. We can rate it based on Mr. T's jewelry. Yes. So uh, this episode gets uh, like ten gold chains. Yeah. <laughs> ten, ten gold being, chains. And ten being the most. Yeah. This one was awesome. I loved it. Like, I, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, I was just so happy with stuff flipping over. It was great. Yeah. 
school buses with like howitzers attached to them yeah it was all i mean like yeah dude they did it all they it was really awesome yeah i love you 18 me too i i'm really i'm just really excited <laughs> i'm really excited about this show i'm really excited about watching i'm really excited about reviewing more of them like it's it yeah. it's really good yeah. and it's more fun than the gi joe podcast because like that was just real dumb. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's four kids, so it's got to be kind of dumb, but it was real dumb. Yeah, like it was. It, it insulted my intelligence, dumb. <laughs> I mean, I would have kept watching it because I still enjoyed it. Oh yeah, me too. But th- there was th- there was no point in reviewing it. No, not really. But I guess there was because it was still fun to review. If you go back and listen to some of those episodes, they're really funny. Like, we, we make some good jokes, some good quips, if you will, yes. about the A-team. Yes, mostly uh, homoerotic stuff about <laughs> Cobra I, Commander and, and uh, Destro. But. I mean, you gotta, we got to go with what they're giving us, Dennis. I mean, if that's what they're giving us, then that, that's what we got to take, friend. My dear sweet Cobra Commander. <laughs> I want you to touch my butt, Cobra Commander. Make love to me, Cobra Commander. <laughs> so. I did see on Facebook that some people weren't, uh, I guess they're concerned that we're not going to do Star Trek anymore, maybe. Why is that? What I, I kind of got from the I comment. I didn't see that. I gotta, let me see. I, was, I haven't been paying yeah. attention. This is just a diversion. Um, no, we're still, believe me, we are still. The, I got too much time on my hands. We are still the premier Star Trek podcast on the internet. Yeah. Like, don't Yeah, sleep. we will always be a Star Trek podcast. Yeah, um, we're just doing different stuff sometimes. Because, I mean, like, we're, a, I mean, the name of the show is Dork Trek. So we can talk about anything stupid that we really want to. Um, yeah. I don't think there's any reason to think what we're. I'm listening to the latest podcast. Okay, now that no, I don't really see that, Dennis. Yeah, it's the one where uh, Ben posted something on there about uh, something. <laughs> that, was, that was very in depth. Uh, yeah. Ben posted something about something. I don't. Yeah, know. something like uh, he was talking about our last A Team episode or something like that. Okay, there we go. Some of the con- comments were like, "Do Star Trek." That's just the Trek fans. Is this? Uh, yeah, I mean, I get it, but I, it seemed like they were worried that you know we're not going to do Star Trek. As she says, uh, that's the new show. I'll just re-listen to the old good Dork Treks. You know, the ones with almost zero sports ball and Trek in it. <laughs> you know, that's the problem with Star Trek fans. I think like they just. Yeah, I get it though. I mean, people, if you like Star Trek, then that's fine. I mean, but but I think you do a good job labeling the episodes so. They can tell right away if it's going to be a, a Star Trek episode or if it's going to be something else. Oh, and I like talking about Star Trek, but I think part of it is, too, like, we don't get to hang out as much as we used to. Yeah. Now we just kind of chit-chat about all kinds of stuff. I mean, we can talk about uh, Brian Fuller removed from the showrunner to executive yeah. producer of Discovery. That's kind I'm of... i starting to think this show's not going to be made. Yeah, No. I think it's going to happen. Dennis, I got to agree with you. Like, I saw that today on Twitter, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, this show's over. Because <laughs> when he was first attached to it, they were like, oh, yeah, this guy, you know, he was born and bred through Star Trek, and he loves it, and he's going to do a great job with it and everything. And then the date slipped, and there's, like, 
only casting rumors at this point when they're supposed to be. I haven't even heard any of the rumors. Yeah, well, no, I mean like uh, you know Angela Bassett or yeah. and, uh, Rosario Dawson or whatever. But Rosario Dawson, she ain't got time. She doing all them Marvel shows, Jack. Yeah. Well, what if she's the uh, the old night nurse on the yeah on the uh, Discovery? I mean, she's she's in the cut. She's laying in the cut. If they got if they got the defenders, the Netflix defenders, to be the the crew on the Star Trek Discovery show, that'd be cool. That would be pretty fucking awesome. Did I mention that uh, she would have a Daredevil drive the ship because he's blind? Just yeah, like that you. would work. Yeah, that would totally work. Did I mention that she was in the cut? That she was in the cut. Who Rosara Dawson? Yeah, she's in the cut. Luke Cage told her to stay in the cut. Yeah, because he said that like thirty times in uh, two episodes. Yo, I told you to go lay in the cut. <laughs> it's a, it's just something that I just it's the last like three or four episodes that he just says a lot like he lay in the we go stay in the cut we go stay in the cut just go back and watch it and it's just it's, he says it a lot and I was I, like, I was actually thinking today because I think the fifth episode is my favorite which um, one's that the uh, the one where everybody's been taxed and so Luke oh yeah that is a good one. yeah yeah yeah. Like, it's just cool because he goes and fixes one problem. Then somebody else is like, well, you need to fix my problem. He's like, all right, all right, I'll do it. All right. <laughs> back. I don't need to chill the fuck out. I believe um, Nate, our friend Nate, is doing a, a, a Luke Cage podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, uh, we should ask Nate to do uh, some of these DS9 episodes with us, too. Because I know okay. he's done that before. I, I mean, I know he's got a new podcast coming out, so that'd be cool. Um, I mean, he's the new Mr. Podcast, so yeah. I mean, yeah, he 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 blowing up. Yeah. He, yeah, but he's doing a Luke Cage podcast called Always Forward, yeah. I believe, um, which is weird because there's only thirteen, thirteen episodes. Like, I I don't know how you're really gonna do that. And I mean, I think they could, they could expand it to do some Jessica Jones because he's in that show too. They could do some comics. Yeah. It's a Luke Cage podcast, so I don't know a show reviewing Marvel's Luke Cage series. I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, I mean, I'd be interested to check it out because, I mean, Nate's a quality broadcaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, that seems a little uh, – I don't know. I don't know what the word – I don't want to make it sound like I'm disparaging him at all. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of content. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean – Podcasts don't have to be a perpetual thing. You know, it could just be a, a limited series. LA's winning one nothing. Yep, they just scored a couple minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, some guy. Alan Gordon. 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 Oh, that's right. We don't want to talk about sports ball because people get all bummed out. That's right. So, shut up, Dennis. <laughs> Gosh. How dare we have different interests? Yeah. <laughs> God, Dennis, you're such a douche. Sorry. <laughs> God, you God, sports ball. But yeah, we'll so we'll talk about Star Trek. We've been trying to talk more about Star Trek in the podcast, but like I said, we don't get to see each other very much. We don't see each other. Dennis never leaves his house, and like, yeah. you know, what do you want from us? We're friends. Yeah. We have many. Th- we have many common interests, and many things unite us. And yeah. you know, we can't. I don't know. I'm looking forward to doing the next DS9 episode. I don't know if you watched it yet or not. No, I haven't. I, think, I, haven't. I think it's going to be. A- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you watch it man i'll watch it i'll watch it um but in the meantime while ben's gone we'll do um maybe we'll do more a team or whatever because i just love this a team show yeah. it's great yeah 
I mean, the fact that at the end of the show, they literally just turned a photo upside down of, <laughs> of, of, of Hannibal sitting in his chair. Like, motherfucker, I know that's a still. Like, you can't, you can't fool me. Yeah, none of Mr. T's chains. They're all laid down. You know, they're not flying up. Like that. Do you think they tried that first? He was like, hey, fool, these chains are up in my face. Hey, working, sucker. Look at my earrings. They're flapping all over the place. Yeah, it would probably kill him. That much weight flying yeah. into his face that quickly. He'd be dead. Yeah. Not even Mr. T could withstand that punishment. Hey, fool, you just you trying to kill me, sucker? Ugh. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> What's wrong? Uh, penalty. Uh-oh. I mean, nothing. Nothing. No sports. Come on, dick. God. So, well, there's the episode. We'll be back. I mean, depends on when the Cubs – it depends on how it breaks down because what they played yesterday, today. Today's what, Thursday? No, today's Wednesday. No, yeah, today's Wednesday. So they'll play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, and the series could be over by then. Yeah. So it'll be over by next Wednesday, I guess. Yeah, would be so. Game seven, so – Maybe we'll record an episode this week or, or this weekend if you want. When is your wife coming home? Uh, a couple of weeks. Oh. Yeah. But we could record another A-Team episode because um, as long as we do it on Saturday before Sven Gulli, I don't care. Yeah. I just got to watch Sven Gulli. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let me know anytime. Okay. Anytime. This Saturday, this Saturday, I'll be at the Champion City Comic Con in Springfield, Ohio from 11... To five, and then I'll be back by because it's only like an hour away. So, oh, okay, yeah, cool. come on, Indians, let's go. Um, but yeah, so we'll do that, and then we'll we'll talk more uh, this stuff because it's fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, fool. Hey, Sunga. <laughs> All right, so we'll talk to you guys next week. What a great time! And uh, that's ten gold chains. It's ten gold. I, I feel that every episode is going to be ten gold chains. As long as shit, yeah. as long as shit, ten gold chains, and it's always on the jazz, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, as long as things uh, blow up and flip over, we're going to love this show. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling we're going to be loving this show a lot. Yeah, that's really good. We may get, we may grow tired of things flipping over. Never, never, but, man. But that's what I was just going to say. It hasn't happened yet. No, you know. So, all right, Dennis. Thank you for thank you for recording, and I will talk to you soon, friend. All right, buddy. Bye, buddy. Bye.